I would like to welcome you to another episode in our series, Wednesday Evening Sermons. The message today was presented on November 27, 2019, by Pastor Norb Fernhaber, and is entitled, Facets Around Giving Thanks. Let us listen now to the message. Let me just say that um, it's Thanksgiving Eve, as we mentioned before, and, and some of the things that are going on right now, literally uh, millions of miles are being traveled across our world at this very point. I was reading recently that between 4 and 8 o'clock this evening is the heaviest four-hour segment of people traveling of the, of the whole year. So that's going on right now. It's really a miracle, isn't it, that thousands of planes take off and, and land literally every day, and there hardly ever is an accident. It's really, I think it's just one of the many pieces of, of what divine preservation is really all about. So there's a lot of travel. I think back in, in, in u- university days, thinking that, that these are days when, when a lot of students will see their families for the first time. About 100 days have passed since they, since they came at, uh, you know, since they were, were left at school in late August and now to return to to visit with their families. That's a very special time. Many family conversations will be around bounteous food tomorrow. But bounteous food for a lot of us. And we all know, very aware of that. It's always that, that, uh, that haunting reminder of all those who are homeless with very little food. But maybe a rich conversation, but maybe no conversation at all. So I'd like to, this is a 45-minute sermon, so if we can just kind of hold back for a little bit, I'd like to do some facets around the gospel that we just, just read. Facet number one. You'll see up there, I asked Dan Fan Cantu, who's our delightful and gifted artist for the congregation, to put those two little words up there. One is a prefix and one is a word. Eucharist. Both Greek words, eu meaning good, like eugene, eugenes, would be well-born. But the second one is charis, which means grace. And uh, it's also a a girl's name in, in the English language. And so pushed together, they become the primary word for thanksgiving in the New Testament in the Greek. Eucharist, or eucharistia, technically. But the, the words, so really, Eucharist really means good grace. And, and uh, I've always been pleased by the fact that Roman Catholics and Lutherans and Episcopalians particularly give a lot of attention calling Holy Communion, Lord's Supper, calling it the Holy Eucharist. Because finally, as we share the Eucharist in a few minutes, that we will that we come to the table in which we consume good grace. We consume with, with a spirit of thanksgiving. Just wanted to, to note that. And Martin Luther also says that when we participate in the Eucharist, that, we, that it's the words, two little words, for you. This is the body of Christ, for you. 
and the blood for you. That the words for you, he said, really carry the good news or carry the gospel about the whole activity of, of, uh, of the Eucharist. Now it's interesting, technically and, and liturgically and theologically and all those things, the high point of worship is not the sermon. Sermon can maybe communicate well, maybe it doesn't communicate. The high point of worship technically is the Eucharist. That's where we come together to, again, to consume God, literally. Facet number two. I look at Jim Stotts over there because uh, he's always concerned about some of these facets. But, but facet number two is that gratitude, gratitude really is the sign that grace has taken root. That's really gratitude. And sometimes it's the root taking that's hard to do. Also, Luther says, we have to, we have to quote Luther at least a couple of times, that the coin, the coin of the Christian life has gratitude on one side and grace, grace on the other side. Facet number three. One of the most striking things, I think, about the Christian life is that every, and it really it takes on, on a special muscle at times like this, is that everything is on loan to us. Everything. Our body. Our children. Our work. Our gifts. Our whole life. It's all on loan to us. We don't really own it. It's on loan to us to use and to cultivate and to, and to exercise. Meister Eckhart, I know I've quoted him before <laughs> to all of you, Meister Eckhart was a German mystic who lived about 100 years before Luther. And he wrote these little devotional books that Luther would often use himself for his own devotions. But in there is that marvelous quote where, where Eckhart says, the only, if, if the only prayer you say in life is thank you, you have said enough. Thank you. <clears throat> I would also note to that, I, had, I got an email, Jeannie and I did, from a friend of ours, happens to be a, a Roman Catholic nun, a, a wonderful woman, with whom we worked in campus ministry in California. But she, uh, she, she just was responding, and she said that, uh, she, was, she said, I've been very depressed. My twin sister died last year. It's been very hard for me. She was very close to her twin sister's five children in her own life, in contrast, as a, as a celibate nun. And, and, but she said, I heard this on, on NPR, this lady who was just saying what transformed her during this time of her life was to be able to think of three things for which she was thankful, literally to try to discipline herself to do that every day. And she said, for some reason that really struck me. I'm a nun and I've done a lot of study of theology and everything, but that basic term was very helpful to me. And she said, I'm just writing to say that... Uh, we're grateful for you, and I'm very grateful for being reminded, reminded of that. 
I just have that here parenthetically, but I thought I'd just share that with, with you, that, that, that email of yesterday. Facet number four. There are several figures that I think are really striking for us and haunting in a way. That, that 99 people on the, on the planet, that, that I, am, I am richer than out of 100 people, 99 out of 100 are poorer than I am. And are poorer than you are, all of us. That, that comparatively, we are so terribly, uh, terribly rich. And yet we, we all know too that our richness is, again, is something on, on loan to us. And Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew, to whom much is given, much is expected, that somehow if that can liberate us rather than enslave us to a, a sense of, of just guilt, because we, I know we all fall, fall short. Another statistic, there are 16 million refugees in the world, and a lot of them in our country, and a lot of them not able to get into our country, but 16 million across the world that really claim no home or where they can put their roots or their, their basic their basic needs. It's, it's a haunting piece of truth. Another thing, that uh, another statistic that has struck me, and, and it's good, I think, to, to include these in our prayers, too, that 200 million people died today across the world. 200 million people. Uh, I'm sorry, 200 200,000, not 200 million, 200,000. Excuse me, you've got to keep those, those zeros in the right. But 200,000 people, or one-fifth of a million, took their last breath today. And uh, all around the world. And on the other hand, 220,000 babies, they were all babies, <laughs> took their first breath today. I mean, how many people reach a cessation point or a ceasing in their life and how many began their life with all the unknowables and yet all the various certainties of life. I just, we thank you God for all the people that concluded their life today and who begin their life today. Facet number five. We thank God tonight, too, for a host of verbs. Verbs like working and resting and like reading <coughs> and writing, cleaning and preparing to be able to serve and to care in our serving, to be able to laugh as well as to weep to comfort and to protect, to share and to hug, and to love and to be, although always incompletely, to try to be Christ's love and his presence in this life. And the best verb 
to love because we are loved. Now that's, that's pure gospel. Sometimes when people don't really know what, okay, what do I really say and what do I really believe is the good news, the gospel of our Lord. I think this is one of the easiest to remember and it's so all-inclusive that we love each other always incompletely, but we love each other because not in order to escape some kind of damnation thing or not to gain brownie points with God. We love each other because we've been loved. That is so much healthier, both theologically and psychologically, than living by a sense of oughts in our life. Facet number six. Twenty times in the New Testament is the word thanksgiving mentioned. Three times, three times it's, or 17 out of the 20 are thanksgiving to God. Three of them are thanking other people. Just to note that, when Carl read from Philippians 4, that's, that's one of the great little songs of thanksgiving in the New Testament, and it's from the happiest book of St. Paul's writings. Philippians has rejoice in it some 17 times in the book of Philippians, and then, and then to, to do those expressions of thanks. Facet number seven. So may we be thankful in our conversations with God and with one another. Those times of may we be thankful through tears by, by a hospital bed or in watching the sacred, really holy moments of our of our children being being born. Or seeing children moving so quickly through the passage points of life. And I'll be uh, I'll be selfish here and also thankful for <coughs> my two oldest grandsons who look so angelic in their robes, who can be ac- acolytes tonight. And they have heard carefully everything that I have said in this sermon. <laughs> the sermon. The <coughs> but also I would mention being thankful for making a business decision that was ethical when a crooked one would have been financially so much more advantageous. But we, <coughs> we chose the, the ethical one. To be able to do that, that takes tremendous courage. I have great respect for people who are able to do that, living out in the, in the toughness, sometimes the real toughness of things, living out our thanksgiving. Also to be thankful for our community, especially, especially when a loved one has passed on before we have. And to share, continue to share the, the hope that lies within the embodiment of the community. And finally, facet number eight. I know that word finally sometimes really feels good to hear. The, the, um, it's, it's a little bit of a revision, a recent revision. ELCA did this with a common table prayer. Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let this food to us be blessed. Blessed be God, who is our bread. <clears throat> May all the world be clothed and fed. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Thank you for listening to our message today. We are Triumphant Love Lutheran Church and are affiliated with the Southwest Texas Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. We are located in Austin, Texas. You can follow us on our website, www.tllc.org. We look forward to you seeking us out as our podcasts progress and further episodes are added. You have a great day, and may the Lord be with you.